It is Wednesday, Wednesday, my dudes. dudes? Wow. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Rice Dynasty podcast. John and I are clearly, we're off today. We're not in sync today. That was not the at all. A hundred, hundredth time we tried to record that intro. And it was a failure every single time. That was our best take, I think. Unfortunately, you're probably right, but... <laughs> As we are rivals this week. Oh boy. That's the theme of this podcast. The rivalries. We're going to talk trash about each other the whole time. Welcome to rival week, boys. It's going to be a big week. Yeah, we're, we're, we're deeming everybody who plays each other this week rivals for the rest of the season. All right. No matter who you're playing, even if you don't want to be rivals with that person, you're rivals with them. All right. It's rival week. Let's take a look at some of these uh, rivalry matchups. <laughs> Brentopolis and Quinsoft Dick. You guys clearly hate each other. Oh Huge yeah. Rivalry. I always I always see them talking trash in the in the in the chat, and I'm just you like, know. God, this chat's for like other things, guys. Like just text each other, you know. I know. I, I know. I mean, they're combined four and eight, so that's a that's think. a very nice record. Yeah, but. And actually, oh, another huge rivalry, Anthony and Tom Myring. Big oh boy, rivalry. that is actually the the match of the week. Probably once we get into it later. But these guys hate each other. Every time Tom comes over to my house, Anthony is always talking trash about him. So I think we're going to find out who the best team in the league is this week. I think I think we just might. Wow, it's going to be big. Alec <laughs> and Andrew. Uh, I don't think Andrew. Who's Andrew? Oh, Andrew. Andrew. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, Brock. Alex Brock. and Brock. Of course. Yeah. Alex. I. Oh, my God. They're talking trash all the time. I was home this weekend, and Alex was like, who is this guy? <laughs> but he actually didn't know who it was. So, <laughs> uh, he, yeah, I told him it was Brock. So they are definitely huge rivals. And, <laughs> I mean... This guy, this Brock guy's looking real good lately, and and Alex, he's got a good record, so he might be good we're, too. We're gonna see. We will see. And then Adante and Max. Wow. These, these two are the people. They think they're good. They think they're good, but they're actually not good. It's a fluke. They're both fluky, uh, and they're they're just flukes. And now they're facing each other in a fluke week of flukes. Is it is it going to be a fluky game? No matter who wins, do we not care? It's going to be the first tie of the season. Oh wow, that's <laughs> yeah. going to be exciting. It's even more. It's even harder to tie in this league because there's there we're so specific with our point totals. But they're it's gonna down t- to hundreds of a point. Yeah, but. they're gonna end up tying. Uh, it's gonna be crazy, and I don't think either of these teams go over a hundred. I'm thinking eighty-one point eight seven. Both both teams, 81.87. Thanks for explaining that they're both going to score that, though. Yeah, uh, no problem. That is what a tie okay. is. They both score the same amount. Ah, uh, okay. 
but we're getting into our we're getting into our into our previewing next week segment a bit too fast here. We still yes. got to talk about week six, even though I think we both would rather rather leave week six in the past and never talk about it again. Week um, six, I, I don't even know if it should have counted. I don't think <laughs> I've been trying was, to. Uh, I've I've been talking to everyone in the league trying to see if we can just roll back week six, you know, because I I don't want it to exist. I don't really either. I mean, I scored a lot of points. I still didn't win. That's uh, that's one in five, folks. It's, uh, it's not going well here in uh, the neighborhood, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have a lot of uh, a lot of uprising, protests, even. Oh boy, Mr. Rogers, and he's off this week. Mr. Rogers is off this week, and we have protests. I don't know what's going to happen. That's... It's going to be scary. He's he's taking a taking a week off in the worst time possible. I'm scared. I'm scared for that neighborhood. Um, yeah. Do we want to? Last week we didn't give out awards. Do we want to give out awards this week? Yeah. Yeah, we'll give out awards. All right. Uh, cool. I'm gonna give the award out for best performance of the week. This guy, he's been talking trash. He's been claiming he needs to be ranked higher, and yet. This time, he might be right. Maybe we have been underrating him. Milford, I-69 Birds, congratulations. You had a great week. 157 points. 57. That's that's crazy. He pointed out to me, uh, crazy, he pointed out to me that this is the second highest scoring week of the the season out of anyone. Anthony, of course, has the number one. Uh, Yeah, and he has number two. So uh, congrats to him. Um, It's a fluke. All right, next award. Um, I would say most disappointing performance of the week award. Chris Brenton, Brentopolis. You, oh, yeah. uh, you had a huge opportunity to bury Adante, who I still think is one of the best teams in the league, despite his three and three record. You had a great opportunity, but your team kind of fell apart. You only scored 101 points, which. It's not great, especially for you. I thought you had a chance to win this game. Once again, my number two in the power rankings loses. Yeah, uh, luck was not uh, our luck was finally on Adante's side. Adante's been has had like super tough matchups to start out start out the se- season with his uh, first six games, and this looked like another tough one. But uh, Brent uh, Brentopolis, he just uh, decided to not show up this week or or something like that. I don't know. Jared Cook had his had an abysmal week. That yeah. was out of nowhere. He usually Jared Cook at least carries carries Chris's team. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, uh, I don't understand. But I will also give out the most overrated player in the league award <laughs> to Mr. Tom Myring. Once again, <laughs> he underperforms, does not have a great week. He expects us to put him number one in the power rankings when he scores 92 points and somehow wins. No, no, sir. Not the best team in the league. I don't care if you're six and zero. You're you're a, you're a pretender. You're still wow. a pretender. Bring this guy back. I will say that to his face. Is this the first week we've given out that award? This is a new award just for Tom. <laughs> Uh, to be fair, Tom, if Tom would have played anyone besides Deshaun Watson, uh, he would have he would have had like 120 points. Deshaun Watson had a terrible week, so I I think like besides his quarterback, everyone performed pretty well. 
He just had a Deshaun Watson just had a pretty bad week. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, Tom should have lost this week. Tom definitely should have got his first loss this week. He had the second lowest scorer. Yeah, it's the second lowest scorer. Meanwhile, people like me, I'm gonna give the almost upset of the week award to myself for a great performance, <laughs> almost the greatest comeback in fantasy history. I just want to keep people help people understand this. I was down 67 points going in with two players left, and I scored so 65.4. How, how close was that? how far away was I when I beat Anthony? I don't even know. It was That's why this is the almost comeback of the year award. Yeah, Cooper Cup played on Monday night, right? And who else on my team played on Monday night? Oh, this is going to take too long. Let's just skip this part. Um, but it was it was Sunday night and Monday night, wasn't it? I don't remember. Right. Uh, anyways, yeah, you almost won. Uh, there wasn't Story really any... There wasn't really any upset this week, was there? I guess, like, the closest to an upset was, like, Brock beating me, but I kind of suck. Yeah. I don't know. No, no, there wasn't really an upset. Yeah. Because Dante and Chris are both good, but they just had bad luck. So, yeah. Anyway. So, so overrated. Overrated team of the week is the new award. Yeah, I would agree. And Tom's going to get that every single week. All right, I just want to point out, with all these, I really think next year we should implement the uh, playing against the median rule because if if ta- if something happens like this, Michael's getting uh, Michael's going out. He's having a one in one week, and then Tom's having a one in one week too. You know, Tom Tom may have won against Alex, but he's he's getting that loss for being terrible. I really think next year we should we should implement it because every week I just hear complaints like I could have beat this many other people, and uh, I I want to figure it out. You know, what's this median rule you're talking about? So you every week you play. So last week you would have played Anthony, but you also would have played against the the league median. So if you would have scored in the top five points, then you would get a win for that. And if you would have beaten Anthony, you would have gotten a win for that too. So that week you go two and zero. Huh? Yeah, but if you score, if you score not in the top five points, but you beat Anthony, then you go one and one, and so on. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I don't think I like that, but we can put that to a poll. You don't like that? Come on, dude. No. no. <laughs> you just I, I you mean... were just complaining about all this stuff, about Tom lose about Tom winning and you losing. But that would that's what makes it fun. I think okay. this is what makes it really fun is that okay. Tom could be a pretty average team, but be six and zero, and yet we have like Adante, who's the best like scoring team or second best scoring team in the league. Yet he's three and three. I don't know. I like that. I think it's That's, fun. Yeah, that is true. But there is money on the line and punishments. This league is for fun now. Power anyway, rankings. Power rankings. Go ahead and start us off. Quinn. Oh no. <laughs> Do you have a different number 10? <laughs> Can we just like make number 10 just Quinn's spot? Honestly, Alex might be as close to getting back to number 10. If he like <laughs> loses another two games in a row, like he could easily be number 10 pretty soon. Yeah. His team, his team's looking bad now. Amari Cooper's injured and yeah, you don't, I don't know. You never know with Alex's team, but Quinn. Yeah. Quinn. 
<laughs> I do have a very important matchup with him in uh, two weeks, which I don't know if I'll win. So we'll see. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I mean, yeah. Quinn's Quinn's got some, what is, what has Rob Gronkowski done to Quinn? Like what did Quinn do to Gronk that Gronk wanted to give up this year? Like he just, Rob hates Quinn. Yeah, I guess so. I guess he really does. Uh, yeah, that's, that's my number 10 also. So I don't think I really have anything else to say. Number nine. Yeah. Alex. Oh, yeah. Uh, Alex, uh, after this week is officially back in the, uh, in the punishment pool as he is seventh in the league right now. He is three and three, which is like everybody in this league is three and three, which is crazy. Half the league's three and three. Wow. Uh, is it half the league? One, two, three, four, five, almost half the league's three and three. That, that five is half the league, dude. Oh, I thought there were six for a second. Or I thought there was 12. No, no, there's 10. There is 10. God, I'm just, that was the most embarrassing segment I've ever recorded. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know how <laughs> you've done these power rankings every week, but not know there's only 10 teams in the league. I thought we just didn't rank 11 and 12. Oh, like they didn't okay. deserve well, the rank. Yeah. We only do top 10. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Alex is uh, officially no longer on the playoff bus. Uh, so I thought it'd be a great week to keep him at number nine. I had him at number nine last week. Um, wow. Uh, Mitch Trubisky is really good. <laughs> he is really good. And that's been carrying Alex's team. I also have Alex at number nine just because, uh, you know, I'm giving, <clears throat> I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt over Quinn, even though Quinn's been outscoring him. Just because Alex does still have – people that score points for him occasionally. I don't know. He's won three games. That's something I haven't done. So yeah, gotta give him the benefit of the doubt. It's because like Jordy Nelson, Amari Cooper and Isaiah Crowell like to go off randomly. Sometimes also Mike Evans likes to go off randomly. Sometimes it's yeah. just, it's whether they're feeling it or not. Most of the time they're not feeling it, but if they are feeling it, then Alex can get a win. Uh, what else was I going to say? Alex, I come on. I'm offering you. This is what Alex needs right now. He needs to trade Ezekiel Elliott for three young studs. I'm no. coming out here. I'm offering him three young studs that will give him some consistency around his entire team instead of Zeke having to carry his team. You just got to give me Zeke, you know? Let me guess who you're offering. Okay. You're offering him Royce Freeman, Philip Lindsay, and... Wendell Smallwood. No, one of those was right. Just one, really? Philip Lindsay. As well as who? As well as Trey Burton, because he needs oh. a tight end. Yeah. And either Mike Williams or Taylor Gabriel or who is the other wide receiver that I was offering him? Or I can't remember. There's Robbie Anderson. Um, I gave him the option at wide receiver. He still said no, so didn't matter. Well, Elliot's pretty young too, so yeah, he is. But I, I was just thinking Alex needs to spread his talent out more, you know. Oh, um, anyway, yeah. Let's number eight. You ready for number eight? Yeah, I have a feeling I know who it is. It's Michael. Oh. Despite having a pretty good week, and <laughs> that Tariq Cohen guy. Whew. It was a great pickup. Yeah, great pickup. 
I do think I do think Jordan Howard's going to take the reins over a little in a little bit here. But um, Tariq, you'll ride Tariq Cohen as long as you can, though. I'll I'll give you that. Uh, Devontae Adams, really upset about Devontae Adams because he made me lose in another league. Uh, <laughs> why did he go off this week? I mean, he goes off all the time. He scores so many touchdowns. I'm sick of this guy. <laughs> Oh God, and Aaron Rodgers did well, and I mean, I I expected this to happen. They were facing the 49ers, but they they just weren't good enough. And uh, next week, and it's uh, the Le'Veon. Le'Veon didn't show up to practice on Monday like he said he would, so I don't like this Le'Veon situation either. So I'm keeping you at number eight for now. Yeah, I'll be honest. The Le'Veon situation, it's not looking great, even still. Um, you know, I have myself at eight also. Uh, I really liked what Aaron Rodgers and obviously Devontae Adams did, but that's kind of what they're supposed to do. They were my second and third picks. And Tyreek Cohen, I really like him as a receiving back. He's not going to get that many carries. I kind of knew that. But with what the Bears run, I mean, he got he got seven receptions out of nine targets. So he scored two touchdowns. He scored a touchdown, just one touchdown. He almost scored two. Um, Corey Clement, I'm kind of scrapping here with these young guys. These young guys are getting a little better. I don't know which Seattle running back, if I should play Penny, if I should play Chris Carson. And Brandon Cooks has been falling off a cliff for me. Going into next week, I'm not feeling good because I don't have Rodgers or Adams, who, again, combined for 65 points last week. So yeah. It's going to be tough from here on out. You if have I to ch- somehow you win a few games – I can get out of this bottom. <laughs> you won't have to choose between Carson and Penny next week. They both have buys as well. Oh, thanks for reminding me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, your team, I don't know. You're you're in a similar situation to me, I feel like. Speaking of me, I'm number seven. Wow, okay. Yeah. Uh, whew. Not only are injuries just plaguing my team, but I don't know what else is plaguing my team. I think they have stage fright. I don't know what's going on with my team. Uh, I've, I've been trying to talk to him. I sat Cooper Cup down. He said, I'm hurt. I'm hurt, boss. I sat Odell down. He was like, Eli's bad. And I was like, I know, but you got to you gotta get some more production. And I, I, sat, I sat Kiki down. I sat Kiki Kuti down. I said, hey, you going to do the same thing you did these last two weeks? He said, absolutely, sir. And then he didn't. He came out and he didn't. <laughs> and uh you know i i went out to the free agent market delvin cook said he still wasn't feeling good and uh this washington running back comes up to me in the free agent market his name is bibs or something and he says sir i can completely replace this delvin cook guy and i said okay at the last second because i was in a panic because delvin yeah. cook at the last <laughs> second also said i'm not going to play this week against arizona a very bad running defense so i had him in my starting lineup of course of course, yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm sitting here on my bench. I've seen Taylor Gabriel. I'm seeing Trey Burton go off. I'm seeing Christian Kirk go off. And I'm like, you guys are on the bench. What are you doing? <laughs> Ugh, it's just a mess out there. And meanwhile, Mark Ingram's like, I'm going to take a break this week, right when I needed him to, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah <sighs> I know. Ugh, it's been tough. I'm sorry to hear that. Next year next year i would ask i would ask for draft pick (laughs) trades but i have such a young roster that i really don't even need draft picks (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I, I will uh, talk about your team a little bit down the road, but I actually don't have you at seven. I have oh. Edge fan Brock at seven, what? even though <laughs> I have him at seven. And here, let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. Uh, uh, I really like Saquon Barkley, but Keenan Allen's role is getting reduced more and more every week. Um, I don't. I I don't know. I don't love Josh Gordon. I don't think he's gotten like everything under control and. He doesn't really have a flex at this point. I mean, yes, he has yeah, he Jameson Crowder, but that guy's not that good. Uh, he's getting Jordan Howard. I don't know. He didn't even play him. I, I don't like Jordan Howard. I think the Bears don't really power run the ball as much as they used to. And from that perspective, I think his team's got a few holes. More holes than even yours. So, yep. <laughs> Wow. That's crazy. I have him... I have them very down the road as well. Our both of our sevens are <laughs> both of the opposite of our sevens are far down the road, I guess. Okay. Uh my number six. Adante took a big drop this week. Why, no. you ask me. <laughs> you have him at six? Yeah. You <laughs> won. It's, it's because of all this all this mess. I've been me and Adante have been in some trade talks lately. Okay. His running back, his running back situation, it's very messy. He's wanted to get Philip Lindsay from me. He's offering me Lynch. He's offering me Freeman, and both of them are having a lot of uh, injury troubles. Freeman's mm-hmm. now on the injured reserve. Uh-huh. And now this John Gruden guy is saying Marshawn Lynch, his his groin hurts. He's not going to be playing for a while. He's he, he's my- got a, he's got a long term injury. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, I do like – Adante's got some very good wide receivers. He should – the issue – I was talking to Adante about this because I'm in a very similar situation to him, except he has Todd Gurley and I don't have any running backs, um, is that you could use – he could trade his good wide receivers that he's got for some running backs. But the issue is everybody in this league who has good running backs only has two. They don't have more than two. So they're not willing to trade their good running backs ever. If they had three, they would be willing, but they only have two. So they want to keep their two good running backs. And it's frustrating. Oh, it's so frustrating. You have people like Anthony. You have people like uh, Max. You have people all throughout this league. And are not to mention Tom, 6-0, and has jack shit when it comes to running backs. He has Joe Mixon. I have good running backs. Yeah, I guess you got uh, – Adrian Peterson, right? I have Corey Clement, Tyreek Cohen, Carrion Johnson, and Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Le'Veon. Le'Veon is risky for this season. Anyway, so you're not big on Tom. Or Adante, excuse me. Uh, Honestly, I should have prefaced this with, um, because when I made these rankings, I realized that I should say this is – like number two through, oh my god! Like honestly, the entire top six is like I don't know. It's so interchangeable to me. I, wow. I see problems with lots of their their rosters. Um, Interesting. It's, yeah, it's very hard to rank these people every week. Um, go ahead. Okay, uh, I have you at number six. Yeah, not as far down the road as you thought, huh? Yeah. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was I, number one. No, no, no. 
far, far from it, my friend, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah team has every makings to be so good, but they're just not for some reason. Yeah. Um, if you get Dalvin Cook back, which I think you will this week, then I think you're going to be pretty good because you'll be able to start one of the Denver running backs, him, uh, and then I think your your wide receiver situation will work itself out eventually just because those guys are too good yeah. not to score. Um, and you have Carson Wentz. I don't know. Your team should be so much better. Uh, every week I just kind of look at your roster. I'm like, uh, I don't see it. I don't see why. Why are you not good? But let's hope that this week you stay not playing good. <laughs> I have the talent. I you really do. do. Um, it might be cool. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows what my team is up to? Um, I really just don't want a punishment. This honestly, like I think I could get sixth. I think I could get sixth. Just avoid the punishment, and then next year, like guns blaze, and I go undefeated. Um, I you could too, and I think I could too. So yeah, me and Michael are going to be on top of this league next year. <laughs> we said that this year. Yeah, Darius Geis. Ooh, he's coming back next year, and everyone's going to be scared. Oh boy! All right. Anyway, moving on. Who's your number five? Uh, I sixty nine birds. Wow. Yeah. What's the change of that from last week? Uh, Same. he moved up two. I had him at seven. Really? Okay. Yeah, he moved up two. Um, so I mean, I can't. It's an improvement. So I'm gonna have to talk about how good his team is, right? Yeah, that um, kind of is max. <laughs> yeah, Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt are insane. I have Kareem Hunt on on another team of mine, oh. and um, unfortunately I have so much talent that he sits on my bench. Uh, but he's so good. This guy's great. Um, Melvin Gordon is also really good. Besides, I don't know, besides that, on the wide receiver front, you got some inconsistencies. Uh, he started Deshaun Jackson this week, which I told him to. I thought it would be smart. He didn't go off against Atlanta like I thought he was going to. I thought he was going to. Honestly, if he had Fitz Magic in, Deshaun Jackson would have had 50 points. Um, besides that, honestly, I really am impressed by Max's young running back squad of Melvin Kareem Hunt. And then I really like Aaron Jones on his bench, but Green Bay doesn't like Aaron Jones as much. No, Green Bay hates Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones is a he's a he's a he's a talented man, but Green Bay doesn't like him. Um, so I still have him. I still don't have him too high, even though he absolutely went off this week because his wide receiver inconsistencies. But um, hey, he's he's looking good, and Jimmy Graham's finally finally uh, doing some great things. Honestly, I got to give props to Jimmy Graham. I haven't shouted Jimmy Graham on this podcast enough. Honestly, that guy's good. Well, I can't disagree with you whenever you bring up a Packer, but <laughs> at my number five, barely above average, I will point out to this guy who consistently has told me he needs to be number one. That's right, Tom. You have moved down two spots. <laughs> Once again, you're at number five, where you were two weeks ago. Tom, your team is not that good. Stop telling me your team's good. They're just not. I'm sorry. You're a pretender. You always will be a pretender. You have no chance to win this league. Yeah, he's he's gotten pretty lucky so far. There's no doubt about that. Continue to prove me wrong, I guess. 
<laughs> we'll see. We'll see what happens. At my number four is Edge Fan sixty nine Brock. You had him at number eight or seven. Yeah. Yeah, I see a lot. To, I see a pretty big, uh, pretty good outlook compared to you on his team. Honestly, these come out the past two weeks. He's looked very good. I'm just a huge. I'm a huge Saquon Barkley fan. He is that guy is so good. Oh my, oh my goodness. Uh, every time, I mean, I was watching the game on Thursday night, and I just was so. I was. I don't think I've ever been more sad to see such an amazing performance from a young man. Uh, he was just breaking tackles like crazy. What was it? That he had like a nine-yard run, and Joe Buck was like, "You will never see a better nine-yard run in your entire life." That's just like. Yeah. He, just, he just broke like three tackles or something and just kept going. Uh, yeah, Saquon's good. Sony Michelle, um, you always want like the the main back in in New England. I feel like somehow Bill Belichick just always gets those running backs to score <laughs> tons of touchdowns or rush for hundred yards, and Sony Michelle's that guy. Um, even even James White is still popping off somehow, but uh, Sony Michelle, I really like that guy. Um, I like Josh Gordon to be better than Keenan Allen, honestly, the rest of the season. Bill Belichick keeps saying, he even said after this game, we're just getting him acclimated like he's going he's going to be like our wide receiver one by the end of the season, basically. Um, Josh Gordon, I think he's here. Uh, I think he is too. I, I will give you that. Greg Kittle, or George Kittle, what's his name? George Kittle. Uh, I, he, I deserve to know his name because he's – a good tight end apparently the once again the only the only uh besides marquise goodwin apparently the only weapon they have over there and alshon jeffrey um i don't know every once in a while he will put up 20 points um but yeah he does have a flex problem besides that yeah so you're you're pretty high on edge fan i'm not but we'll see how it breaks down at my number four I got to talk about this team a little bit because ever since beating me, this team has gone off. This team has risen to the top. Why isn't he number two? Well, because he's not quite as good as my top three. Okay. Anyway, this guy, like you mentioned earlier, his running back situation is the best in the league, which is really good. And he's got Tevin Coleman, who is going to be the starter in Atlanta the rest of the season. Of course, I'm talking about Max. The I-69 Birds. I am uh, very proud of this team. I, I take pride in having lost to this team by only half a point because I think they're very good. And because, most of all, he is playing a guy next week by the name of James O'Shaughnessy. <laughs> and that is one of the best football names I think I've ever heard. So, yep, Max, you're number three just because of that. <laughs> Jeez. God, do you know how long he's going to text me? How much he's going to text me about this, dude? Good. I hope you hear <laughs> all of this because you're underrating him. Okay. Max, uh, I'm back. Honestly, if you can make if you're in my top 6, then you're you're pretty good to go here. Uh you're going to make playoffs, so. Uh, what were you what were you going to say? I said you're backtracking. You were hating on Max, and now you're just trying to you're trying to butter him up. Don't listen to him. You're lying. <laughs> but honestly, if you make my top six, I had a Dante at number six, dude, and he's got a good team. All right, whatever you say. Um, 
Chris is my number three. Chris Brenton. Uh, Christopher Brenton. Why can't I find his game? There's his game. Okay. <laughs> Chris Brenton, he came in this week. He said, I'm going to change my profile pick. And it didn't work out for him. It absolutely didn't. His no. prof- profile pick game, he's got to change it back to a picture of him. I don't know if he got self-conscious because we mentioned that he had, he had a pick of himself. Uh, but uh, change the pick back, man, because your team didn't like it. Uh, but yeah, he still he still has a he still has a hell of a team. What can I say, Robert Woods? Um, I feel like he is he the highest fantasy scoring Ram right now because I feel like he puts up like fifteen to twenty every week. Yeah, I don't know how Chris knew that Robert Woods was going to be this like great player, but yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's got um, the highest scoring Rams. Honestly, one of the biggest reasons why, and you might be surprised, one of the biggest reasons why I have Chris still so high is A.J. Green, and it's because the rest of his schedule is so favorable for a wide receiver. Very, very favorable. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and I think A.J. Green's going to just – he's going to start to pop off here. It's He's he's a late-season guy, and that he could very well carry uh, – Carry good old Chris to to the first Rice Dynasty Trophy, holding that up high. He um, could, yeah. And also, I really like Christian McCaffrey and Tom Brady. But yeah, Chris has a good team. He's number three. I um I gotta agree. He's got a very good team. I really like his squad, top to bottom. Um, he's also my number three. I will say though, I don't think Greg Olson is that good at a tight end anymore. I think he's too old. He's too old. He's 33. And uh, Chris, I think you need to trade him. There might be somebody out there who may have sent you a trade this week that you turned down. I would reconsider it. I really would. Um, There are other people that really need a tight end out there who uh, may be more more high on Greg Olson than I am. Um, Wow. So I think you need to make those trades. Uh, I also have some beef with you about Chris's team. I heard you were trying to make a backdoor deal for David Johnson. Oh, yeah. He definitely wanted to give me David Johnson. He definitely did not. He (laughs) asked me about that trade, and he said, I'll pull the trigger if you say yes. And I said, no. Why would you say no? I can't remember what the trade was. It wasn't even close to a fair trade. (laughs) What was I giving him? Take advantage of people. You were what giving him give... Philip Lindsay and a bag of chips. A bag of chips? Yeah. Was, was his name Trey Burton? His name was Trey Burton. A bag of chips. <laughs> I'm shopping Trey Burton so hard. Dude, David Johnson, this guy sucks, dude. No, he is good. This Look guy is good. I don't even want him. I'll, I'll just, like, take him off his hands for him. Oh, dude, you want to trade Trey Burton to me? <laughs> Do you want Trey Burton? I, I want, the, the issue is I need running backs and you, I mean, I guess I really don't want, I don't like your running backs that much, honestly. Well, well, I could trade else. You could what? I could give you somebody else. But I need a running back. I but, need a running but, but, but I have, uh, I have Kyle Rudolph. Do you like him? I like carry on Johnson. That's the, that's my favorite running back years. You would have to give me more than just a bad tight end for carry on. Jones. Trey Burton is not a bad tight end. He's, he's catching, very average tight end. He's catching touchdowns every week. This guy's going off, dude. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
Don't what make any trades. You're doing fine. You're number three. <laughs> David Johnson. I, I mean, in all honesty, the reason I want David Johnson is you you take a look at a schedule and it's like all green. Like this guy's he's got a very easy schedule ahead of him. So yeah, don't I'll trade David get, Johnson. I know Chris, you really like chips. Stop. Don't 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 even take that offer. I will give you I will pay for your soda, your team's vending machines for the rest of the season. That's for Moneyball. Dang, that is No, 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 don't don't do it, Chris. (laughs) He likes soda a lot. Okay. uh, My number two, two, you had this guy way back there, and mine's Tom. He's still up there for me. Thomas Myring. 6-0, 6-0, and 92 points. Uh, like I mentioned at the top of this podcast, uh, the only reason Tom only scored 92 is because Deshaun, Wat- Deshaun Watson sucked this week. Uh, if, like if he just had one of his other quarterbacks in, Andrew Luck. I mean, Andrew Luck's consistently putting up 30. So I think it's time to like probably give him a chance. He Andrew Luck has to carry his team every week, so you might want to give him a chance. But... Uh, if he just has one of those players in, he's scoring more than me this week. So uh, he's scoring more than Quinn this week. He's scoring almost as much as Michael this week. So uh, besides that, DeAndre Hopkins, despite Deshaun Watson having a terrible week, still somehow caught a touchdown in 63 yards. Joe Mixon is back, and he, he looks good. He's scoring touchdowns. Adam Thielen, I've, he's also on one of my other teams. I love that guy. Um and honestly, it might be time to stop starting Calvin Ridley, Tom. Uh, I think it was just a little bit of hype at the beginning of the season. Mohamed Sanu is here. All right. Well, now that, you, now that you're done talking about Tom, I can start paying attention again. Tom, <laughs> I'll say this again. You're overrated. You might be the most overrated team I've ever seen in my life. Anyway. 6-0. Number two, Adante. NC Hammers, the number two scorer in this league. I think you're about to get rolling. I think you're about to plow down the competition. But uh, I will say that Julian Edelman trade, bad move. Josh Gordon, this guy's good. He's here. Julian Edelman's targets going down quick. Going down quick. He only had seven targets, too. Yeah, not that Kyle Rudolph did anything for me. By the way, (laughs) he's on the market if anybody wants him. Anyway... Yeah, Adante, your team's still very good. I consider you a contender for this league. The top four, I would say, are contenders. That's right, Tom. You're five. So, Honestly, yeah. I got all I got all six as my contenders. The top six right now are very good, in my opinion. If Tom wins this league, he's going to give me a hell of a punishment. So <laughs> I better hang on to my hat a little bit. Oh, boy. Yes, uh, you number two. <laughs> I guess... <laughs> I guess we both have the same number one still, uh, Mr. Anthony George always rebuilding. Uh, I guess he wasn't, he was your number one last week, right? He wasn't mine. He was my number one last week. I knew. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the reason I say my top six is Anthony could still fall at any moment. Patrick Mahomes can't like honest. I was talking to Michael before this, that he got pretty unlike and unlucky. Everyone goes off. Uh, honestly, I don't see Tyler Boyd having, having a game like this again, two touchdowns. Uh, I guess he's had it before this, this year, but I mean, Tyler Boyd, it's he's, he's, he's pretty good, but 
Uh, of course, he goes off against Michael Austin Hooper. I don't see him having a week like this again. Uh, and, and now Anthony's got a running back problem. Uh, Leonard Fournette's out. Alfred Morris is out. Uh, if Le'Veon Bell comes back, James Conner is a problem. I keep I keep just doing this rant every week, but uh, yeah, he's he still win he still keeps on winning. So Anthony's number one. Yeah, um, Anthony, your team is still very good, and until Le'Veon Bell is, until I see him myself with my own two eyes in shoes and a uniform and a jersey, you know. In shoes especially, on a football field, I will not believe that he's coming back. And so, even though I think he's going to come back. But um, I, I will believe it when I see it. Anthony, your team's very good. I caught you without Alvin Kamara last week and almost pulled off an upset. You scored 132 on me and didn't even have a second running back score because Alfred Morris scored zero. Uh yeah, you're pretty good. I'll give you that. You're pretty good, kid. And it's sad. I will I've lost two games by a combined one and a half points this year. I yeah. could be three and three just like everybody else. And it's sad. That's that's what everybody says, buddy. That's what everybody says. No. All right, uh, <laughs> <laughs> James Conner, yeah. Honestly, I'm becoming more of a believer that James Conner is going to still – have some good fantasy weeks and they're not going to be as good, but I think they're going to give him more of a 50, 50 split once Le'Veon comes back. If he does, because James Conner has done more than prove himself. My goodness. He's good. Yeah. Uh, weeks, week seven. Should we move on to the preview of rivalry Rivalry week? week? Oh boy. Yeah. It's a big one. So I will, um, yeah, let's go through. Brentopolis versus Quinn's soft dick. Oh boy. You're you're never gonna believe this. No way. No way. Antonio Brown is on by this week. Okay, okay. I thought you were gonna predict him to win. <laughs> and that means I have to give this one to Chris. Um <laughs> even though Quinn, I really I, I want to talk to you about something. So, Quinn, I, I, I'm going to give you a better chance than I normally would just because you and I need to talk about something. Anyway, good, good. it'll be a good week for Quinn. I think he'll still have a good week, but Chris is going to win. Oh, yeah. Did Quinn start Matt Breda last week? Uh, maybe. I don't think he did. No, I don't think he did. Uh, but, yeah, Eric Ebron keeps having good weeks, and Quinn is having none of it. Quinn is <laughs> Quinn is still sitting him on the bench. Uh, does he know he can start Eric Ebron on one of those flex spots? That's... No, no, he doesn't know. Okay, he doesn't need to know. does not need to know. Does not need to know. Uh, yeah, Quinn. I mean, Quinn's got some good matchups this week. Sterling Shepard's facing Atlanta. Jarvis Landry's facing Tampa Bay. Mar- Michael Crabtree's facing New Orleans. Um, so he's the matchups are there. Uh, yeah. but but his team isn't good. No, his team's not good. So, and Brent's got some, or Chris Brenton, I'd always call him Brent. Chris, Chris is, uh, he's got some tough matchups. Philadelphia's facing Carolina this week. Not, not too, not too shy for them. And James White is facing the Chicago Bears this week. Drew Brees is facing the Baltimore defense who has been doing super well. So, uh, we'll see what happens, but I I do think Chris is going to win. 
Okay, yep, I will have to agree. Uh, by the way, Quinn, I just sent you a trade. Check it out. Right uh, now? Just now. <laughs> right now. All right, our game of the week. Tom Myring versus Anthony George. Will this be the week that Tom finally proves himself? Oh, I, boy. Not... I think Anthony is still going to win this game. What? <laughs> Somehow, some way, Tom is going to he's going to he's going to choke. I think this is the week he chokes. And uh we're going to see it we're going to see it straight out. I mean, who's he he's missing? So because of the Steelers bye week, he's only missing Juju and James Conner, right? Yeah. Yep. And James Washington. Ooh, that's a big one. Um yeah, I mean, it's not that big of a disadvantage for him. He's only missing two players, uh, two of his players that consistently are scoring like 15 or more points every week. Um, but he's got Alvin back. They're unfortunately facing Baltimore again, and Alvin is is has apparently been pushed to the side for, for Mark Ingram for some reason, um, which I'll, I'll take any day of the week. Of course. Uh, whew. Uh, honestly, this one's going to be closer than sleepers predicting right now, but just because Anthony's also got some, some good matchups as well. I like Tyler Boyd this week against Kansas city. And I love Patrick Mahomes against Cincinnati. Um, Ooh, this one's going to be hard. He has Fournette. Fournette's going to come back this week. Is this true? Oh my goodness. It says says he's not practicing. Full strength, but he's not practicing on yet. Damn. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll. S- <laughs> Does should I not have? Did I drop Jamal Charles? By the way, should I not have done that? Do they? Do the Jaguars not have a running back? They I have didn't. TJ Yeldon. No, TJ Yeldon is also hurt. No, he's fine. <laughs> I don't know if I trust you, man. I would trust me. Okay. I would never lie to you. Uh, honestly, this is going to be a lot closer than sleepers predicting. Tom does have Andrew Luck and he's listening to me. Uh, oh my God, this one's hard. But Tom also has Adam Thielen against the Jets and Joe makes it against Kansas. Just make your pick, man. Dude, this is the hardest. This could be the hardest matchup to ever predict. I'm going to go Anthony. Tom's getting his first loss. Oh, Tom, the hate continues. All right. But on. if I know if I know this league well enough, Tom's going to end up winning. Yeah. I mean, history would tell us as such, but we'll see. We will see. Okay. I'm Did going you just make to. A, you just made a free agent move in the middle of the podcast. <laughs> Making moves all the time, man. It never stops. All right. Alex versus Edge fan. Brock versus Alex, I'm going to go with Brock. And I think it's not going to be close because I think Alex's team is awful. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think Brock's, Brock's team is very good. Brock is lucky to uh, – I mean, he's got Saquon versus Atlanta, but he's got some other pretty bad matchups. Uh, Alex's team is just bad. So this is a lot like predicting Quinn, you know. It's kind of just – yeah, if he's if, if you'd be stupid to predict he, he would win, but sometimes you're going to get lucky if he does, you know. This is uh, pretty accurate. Okay. Um, now we have to talk about Dante Mil- versus Milford. This, this, is is a, this is a separating game, I think, for both of these teams. I think it's actually a very important game. Because the loser goes to three and four, and the winner goes to four and three, which very big difference here. 
So oh, yeah. the only thing I have to go with Milford this week. Wow. Even go to Dante to number two. I hate that he's starting Theo Reddick. I don't know what he's doing. He doesn't have, I just talked about his running back problems, man. He's got nobody. He's got two injured running backs. Yeah, but why not play Chris Hogan or Calvin Benjamin? You can't start Chris Hogan in a, in a running back spot. Or oh, Calvin Benjamin. he doesn't have any running. Wow, he really has no running backs. Yeah, Marshawn oh, is on a bye. That's why he's at, begging for me to give him Philip Lindsay at this point, because oh, he's him just and I, uh, Him and I can talk about this. <laughs> Yeah, he has to start Theoretic, which absolutely stinks. That's why I had him pretty low. He's he's unfortunately got a dead spot until Marshawn Lynch is no longer injured. Hmm. Maybe I can help him out. We'll see. We will he, see. He definitely wants the help. Uh, it, yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm going with Milford. Yeah, I mean, Milford. Milford is definitely playing a little down this week. He's got, he's got his ba- his backups backup quarterback with Blake Bortles out there. Um, he also has. I know you like this guy a lot, but uh, James O'Shaughnessy. This guy's good. <laughs> I'm looking at his bench, and almost everybody has a buy under their name. Um, good. Jeez, I I now understand why Max asked us what happens on on bye weeks during the draft. Um, he still he still got Kareem Hunt and Melvin Gordon starting, so it's not like I can just sit here and easily predict that that Adante is going to win because Max still has his two best players in there, and they carry him every week. Um, but I do think Adante is going to win this week. I like I like Adante's matchup. I like Rams versus San Francisco. We just saw Mr. Aaron Rodgers pop off against San Francisco. What the Rams have an even better offense. So um I don't I don't see why Jer- Jared Goff and Todd Gurley don't absolutely go off this week. Mm-hmm. I, I I have to agree. I don't know. Anyway, now for the real rivalry. The game of the week. The podcast host matchup. This is huge. Oh boy. <laughs> I I don't know. This could uh, this could go one of two ways. Either my team's gonna really step up, they're gonna play just out, like pretty well, or they're really gonna fall. They're gonna fall off a cliff, and this will be the week that my season ends. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with the second one. Yeah, I'm winning. Yeah, you're probably going to win. Uh, I everybody on by. I have yeah. no Le'Veon. I don't have any of my top three picks playing this week. Yeah, I mean, Le'Veon has, you could say that about every week, but. um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got, I really like that I'm facing you when you don't have Aaron Rodgers. Or Devontae Adams, because those are your two main scorers. But I guess what? I really like Carrion Johnson this week against Miami after a bye week. Uh, I think Carrion's going to have his first huge game. Uh, you think so, huh? Yeah. I like how you hate the line so much that you can't even agree with me that your player's going to go off. Uh, yeah, he'll be okay. 
he'll be okay. He'll do just enough for me to lose still. Yeah. There's no doubt. Because he's a lion, and the lions love to lose. <laughs> they really do. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about my team because I just think I win by default because of your bye week situation. But Hold on. What about <laughs> Kyle Rudolph? This guy's good. I just got uh, him. Yeah, you I did just, just offered him. him back to a <laughs> <laughs> He really wants him back. So I offered him. Let's talk about this, actually. Okay. I offered him Kyle Rudolph as well as Corey Clement and um, Robert or Raheem Mostert. Who's that? Oh, the guy Kelsey. you just pick up? The guy you just picked up? <laughs> Baby. <laughs> For Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, you think I need to offer a bore? You, uh, Corey Clement, this is good. Corey Clement, he is good. I like Smallwood better than Clement. I disagree. Smallwood averaged way less yards a carry, and he uh, didn't score. Yeah, I mean, that was last week. That was just last week. All right, I'm going to send him a better offer. You can help me, though. <laughs> Live, I'm going to help you? I do. I don't know. If I'm in a Dante situation, I'm considering that trade heavily because Corey Clement is definitely better than Theo Riddick. So... All right, this is what I'm going to offer him. I just canceled the trade. Okay. I'm going to offer him Corey Clement and Cole Beasley. Who had a huge week last week. You, Cole, Beasley, Cole Beasley, well, that's the highest Cole Beasley scoring this season. Yeah, but he scored 26. <laughs> yeah, but... He's moving into a more prominent role. All right, not only yeah. am I going to say that's the highest he's scoring this, this year, but that is the highest he's scoring this year by about 15 points. Oh, so you're saying he's going to score 11 against you this week because he is starting. <laughs> yeah, he's. I'll give him. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and give uh, give Cole Beasley 11. Where's Cole? Cole Beasley's not in your starting lineup right now. Yeah, he might be though. He might he's facing be. Washington. Yikes. So I'm offering Corey Clement, Cole Beasley, and Kyle Rudolph for Travis Kelsey. Uh, I might take that if I'm him. I would say if I'm in his situation, I might I might take that. Travis Kelsey isn't like that valuable to him either. Like Oh. Yeah, it's a tight end. In the end, at the end of the day, it's a tight end. But it's up to him. I if he really likes Travis Kelsey, maybe just keep him. But um yeah. I you want Trey Burton, by the way? Man, let's see how this deal works with Adante. Okay. Yo, you wanna you wanna text Adante for me right now and let him know? Yeah, I'll text Adante. All right, thank you. Um, while I text Adante, do you want to outro the podcast? I will. I will. Friends, nay, family of the Rice Dynasty podcast. I need to apologize again, as my team has once again lost by a single point. I have hosted this podcast. I have been talking trash, mostly to Tom, for each of the past nine weeks. And uh, I will acknowledge, if I cannot turn this around and at least make the playoffs, I will not talk trash to a single one of you that has beaten me. Not even you, Tom. Not even Tom? Not even Tom. Wow. I'm sorry for the performance I've put out so far. 
Jeez. But I also must say good night for now. And no, the future is bright. Also, Jim Harbaugh sucks. We're going to kick his ass this Saturday. Go green. Good night. Go white. Good night, Jim Harbaugh. <laughs>